0: Stab Abby and
1: Matt
0: for breakfast. Hey everyone, you've downloaded the podcast. Great work! It's a
1: Friday. Thursday, that is a Friday, yeah. so here's
2: the podcast. Yep. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. V one hundred
3: and five. <laughs> Take the roof off and welcome,
2: Mr. Harley Breen. <laughs> oh, he's given us the giggles, and
0: he's not even on the line. I yet. Know, right? Harley Breen. Good morning, legend. G'day, guys. How are you? Oh, we're
1: good. We're good. Man. So we've we've got sent this. <laughs> it's a scent. By VB. Yes, you heard that right. Ascent by VB. How good is it? VB. It's great. I know, but I, I like the name of it.
4: Well, it's I think it's Thirst by VB. Mm, well, you're yeah, the ambassador, thirst. mate. <laughs> well, that's right. I should probably know. Uh, I, I literally have just climbed out of bed from a three-year-old that's been kicking me all night, so I'm a little bit confused about what the scent's called. Oh, oh, yeah, no,
1: Thirst. Thirst. I, we did try it, and I, I, I don't know if this is a good uh, reaction, but I was like, It's not bad because I thought it would smell like beer.
4: Well, you know what? I love beer. Hmm. I've actually got a tattoo of a can of beer on my body, and I've never actually wanted to smell like beer. So I'm really glad the people at VB didn't go. Yeah, let's just put old beer in a bottle.
0: Uh, You said you had a three year old in bed last night because they're they're a nightmare at nighttime. Do do you get into the three year old's bed to settle them, or do they do they climb into your
4: bed with your partner? I do attempt to get into the three-year-old's bed to settle him down, but it's pretty funny because he's on the bottom of the bunk bed and I'm six foot four. Oh, <laughs> okay. So there's not a lot of settling down. There's a lot of giggling. There's a lot of laughing and screws popping out and <laughs> potentially killing one of my children. Because
0: you know. you, you're you uh, obviously based in Melbourne at the moment and, and self-isolating with your family, and you've got three kids. Is that right?
4: I do have three kids. I'm actually out in the People's Republic of Country Victoria, Mm. so I'm allowed to move around a little bit more than the people in Metro Melbourne. Do you still have to wear a mask, though, even out there? I do have to wear a mask, Mm. yeah. Yeah. It's a nice new fashion statement.
1: (laughs) What's open for you guys? It's different in uh,
4: Melbourne. uh, Everything's opened. Uh, You can't go and sit in Mm. in a pub. Uh, So if you want to put on this bloody brilliant fragrance from VB. You'll just have to do it at home. Pretend you at the pub with your mates. Well, do you know, Harley,
1: they're saying that um, like perfume and aftershave sales went down 80% during the pandemic because everyone's like, well, stuff it. I don't need to smell nice.
4: No, nah, it's a bloody good time, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Whack it on. That's why up here in Queensland, we're free to move. Just
4: buy it, Seriously, I lost every gig in the book. do yeah. it.
5: <laughs> uh. Hey, actually, let's
0: let's talk about this then. Pre, uh, sorry, yeah, before the pandemic. We had been working on a Vegas trip for our show, mm. right? We've well, been we've been convincing partners. It was the big thing. We were
1: meant to be going next month. Yeah, in September it was going to happen, mid mid month September.
0: Yeah, so that's all obviously gone. been been ruined. But I, I'm seeing here that um, you you've been to Vegas, so just talk yes. us through how good our trip to Vegas would have been. Well, if mate, we I reckon.
4: It gone. It was, no pun intended, but you dodged a bullet. That oh. is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a place I'll be rushing back to. Like it is. Oh. It's it's not it's not for me. I'm probably not selling it for you, but I, I think there's plenty of places you could go that would be much better justified to your partners because it's for radio. You know what oh. I mean? Yeah. See, I really? liked
1: Vegas. I liked not knowing what time it was and just having that, like, sick smell just around and people walking around with big both, gallons. Both and...
3: selling it great. <laughs> well, I thought it was
1: fun. <laughs> It was well, weird I'm when you got out. The, you. Yeah, it's mm. weird when you got out of the plane and you had a look, and people were just walking around drinking alcohol on the streets.
0: Yeah, mm. right.
1: But was it too wild for you?
0: Are you saying?
4: No, it wasn't too wild. It was just like going to to uh, grown up Disneyland for yeah. people who didn't know how to have a good time. Mm. Yeah, right. See, that to me does sound good, Harley. <laughs> Maybe we're, we're different people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mate, and and of course you you know you're a stand-up comedian and um, coronas and I, <laughs> hang, hang, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there, <laughs> yeah, Thanks. you can't. You, what, what um what are you doing tour-wise? Uh, is there talks on for entertainers like yourself being able to get out and go to some of the places that are rona-free?
4: You know, what, I think we're really at the moment we're we're constantly jumping hurdles and trying to reinvent mm. and get ahead of this uh, of the curve, and it's really. Difficult because, uh, I David no, stand ups are an exact science. Mm. You know, if you, whatever the room holds, if you fill it, put a person at the end of it, get a microphone and put a light on them to make them your attention, stand up will work. Mm. And, and the problem with uh, COVID is. Well, you've got to have a metre and a half between people. Yeah. Um, you know, people are going to be wearing masks, not very conducive to laughing. Mm. Like And they're laughing in your direction. Does that mean I need a Perspex screen in yeah. front of me? Yeah. The,
5: know, other,
4: like... the other problem uh, you would
3: know as well, Harley, is it's, um, it's a muscle that you've got to keep active. Like Kat, uh, my wife, who you know, uh, she had a gig up here because we we're sort of edging it back in. Um, and she was so rusty, she'd forgotten half her stuff. She didn't know what she was doing because she hadn't done it in you know, nine weeks.
4: Yeah, well, this is the problem too, and we're observers, and we absorb what's the the world that's around us, like. When we actually get to go back and do stand-up, everybody's just going to be doing COVID-19 jokes. <laughs> yep. yeah. and, and like, I was already deep in parenting jokes, but now literally that is my life. I, I know nothing but three children. <laughs>
1: a friend of mine's actually putting on a gig and it's going to be outside. Like, they've started to do it and they're at zoos. So they're stand-up ah. gigs at zoos and it's all spread out. So people got social distancing and they're like, if no one laughs, who cares? The animals are making noises.
4: <laughs> I've actually done a gig in a zoo and it's really good because, you know, if, you, if you're heading towards a pretty bad punchline, of lion or roar and you're like, nah, it was the lion's fault, not
0: mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, uh, you can buy yourself Thirst Ascent by VB. It's online and in-store at Canvas Warehouse. Harley Breen, always a pleasure, mate.
4: Great talking to you guys. Just nice to have work. Yeah, good, good <laughs> on
2: you. Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you
5: make a headline ring? Or you can ask us anything.
2: Thirteen ten sixty it's first calls time. Oh,
1: oh, I love this. Anonymous is on the line. Hey, anonymous. Hi, um, I'm
2: just wanting to talk about flying. So I'm actually a flight attendant for Virgin, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just trying to get everyone to keep flying in Queensland because it's actually really safe. It no one has contracted a virus from flying, mm. and if no one flies, then the rest of us are going to lose our jobs already. Yeah. 3,000 of us have been made redundant. Mm. So it's a pretty scary time for us at the moment. But it is completely safe to fly. Like, they've got so many filters in the air. Everyone has to wear a mask. Like, it's ridiculous. Because
1: last night I got a notification from Virgin because overseas flights booked. And they're like, just oh, yeah. so you know, that's that's cancelled. And you could write back and see if you want a refund. And they said, but we really would encourage you. And I thought this was good um, to use it domestically mm. if you can. And I was like, "Well, in Queensland, we can." So I've opted to do that. So there's
2: the so many amazing places yeah. that you can go in Queensland. Like it, and yeah, I think you can even go to Perth, which is really nice as well. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, you can
1: go. There's, we can still go Northern Territory. You yeah. can still go to my um Stubstra.
0: my in-laws are going to Cairns next week, mm. and that would never have been somewhere they, they would have to, go. to thought to go because they always go to you know the Gold Coast or whatever. But they had a, uh, a trip to Bali planned, mm. and they thought, well, we can't do that. Let's go to Cairns. So you're right, Anonymous. I think now's the time to use that overseas money and go a little bit further north and,
1: and yeah. Go and and I hope you're okay because we we would have had so many friends that have lost their jobs.
0: Yeah. Uh, Emily, you're on the air with us, 131060. What do you want to chat about?
2: Well, this weekend is a long weekend, and I just wanted to recommend um, Tiffler's Cafe over at South Stradbroke Island.
0: Mm. Oh, I don't yeah. know if
2: you guys have ever heard of it. No.
0: I've heard of it. Never been there. It's right on the water, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like a really nice restaurant right on the water. Usually you can only get there if you, like, own your own boat or jet ski. Oh. But they've recently just got a ferry, so anyone can go over there. They, like, run the ferry all through the weekend, on the weekends and stuff.
0: Nice. Cause, yeah, I like I, I, <laughs> I heard, like, it's that thing of you need a mate with a boat. Right. so yeah. So they go, so they're not so allowed exclusive? to drink. <laughs> well, they're not allowed to, They yeah. the person driving, yeah. like, they're the designated driver. You all get on the cans mm. and then cruise back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, not now. So now anyone can go over there. You can drink as much as you like because
1: it, there's a ferry. I Sounds love that. Lovely. Everything's changed, hasn't it? Yeah. Isn't there a place yeah. in Sydney, you would know, Maddie, where you have to get an, uh, what are they called, a seaplane? Mm. You've got to get a seaplane and that's the only yeah. way oh. you can get there. Yes. So it's like everyone proposes there. Yeah,
3: our um, ex-producer, Peter, went there.
1: And she got proposed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't know that.
0: Imagine that, though, if you do go with a partner, everyone knows it's Proposal Island and you're like, isn't this lovely? And then you leave. And
1: they're like, hey, I just want to let you know um, I wanted to bring you here so it's isolated, so I don't think this is working.
0: Right. <laughs> do you reckon when you book the plane, the plane person says, just a heads up, mm. you have to know
3: people propose here? You'd
1: what about know. the other? Uh, you'd have to know because it's, it's the only place you can go
2: that's just there. But
3: do you want to be there and have your big moment while the table next year is having their big moment while the table over there is having their big moment? Well, they you come not put curtains around you? Yeah. <laughs> they do now anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. perspex.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Daniel, hey. hi. <laughs>
6: Hey, how we doing? Good. Hey, how are hey, you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Just wanted to talk about um, oh, just kids, really. Got me daughter's first birthday coming up at the end of this month, which oh. is crazy. hmm wow. Just, um, yeah, how, how quick it's gone. And, yeah, we, I thought we um, just wanted to let you guys know about our idea that we sort of had for her theme.
3: Yeah.
6: Um, so we're going for, you know, she loves animals and that, so we're going for, like, a safari theme. Mm-hmm. But... The baby, our baby, she's going to be the zookeeper and every other guest, adult such, has to be dressed in an animal costume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're all going to be down at the park in uh, three weeks there, probably about 40 of us all running around in animal costumes no, looking, looking on top of the world.
3: You hectic
1: do. mom Daniel. And no, I love it because I always say the first birthday is not for the kid. It's for mm. you guys and how you achieved getting through. So I always go celebrate. That's awesome.
6: Well that's it, that's it, you know. It's crazy how quickly it goes by anyway, so <laughs> what happens
1: though if uh,
0: one of the guests turns up and they're not in costume? Are you gonna give them the look, Daniel, like you've ruined the party?
6: Um, no, because we've got um we're gonna have like a we've we found went and found some cheap butterfly wings and some little pink tutus that we're gonna <laughs> have set off the side there. Sweet. So if they if they rock up with nothing then they're sorted.
3: I love that your your daughter when she grows up's gonna be Dad, remember my first birthday? Do I take acid? Like- <laughs> <laughs> What's going
6: on there? Did you
3: plan it, Daniel?
0: This sounds very much like it's all your idea.
6: Oh, no, no, I just had a helping hand. Me, me and the partner both both done it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, For you, I Daniel.
0: Stav organizes a mean birthday party. We hear about Rory's birthday parties for like the eight weeks leading up to
3: it. It's and- coming up, guys.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? What's your theme? <laughs> Whatever
3: she tells me as usual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
3: Rediscover the long weekend escapes with Suzuki. See Suzuki Queensland for details.
4: Dev, Abby
0: and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Brisbane's B105. $100,000, $100, that's how much money can be given away weekly. Yes, every single week. We play Alpha Bucks at 7 and 8 a.m. daily. Let's see if we can give away a $10,000 slice right now.
3: Going to Nicole in Cornubia. Morning, Nicole. Morning, hi! Oh my God, I can't believe I got through. Hey, you did, and you got like um, thirty seconds to maybe win ten thousand dollars going into a long weekend. Oh wow! What would you do with it?
5: Gosh, oh, so many things. I definitely like to treat myself. I work night shift, I work really hard. Oh no, we
0: got a really bad Um, phone line here. Just step to the left for us, Nicole, so we can get better reception. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's
3: a bit better. better. All right, right, here we go. You're going to spoil yourself if you win. You know how this works. You're about to get a letter from Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. Say pass if you don't know to give yourself as much time and you get $50 per question you get right, okay? Yep, awesome. All right, so
1: I for information is your letter, Nicole. Okay. All right, first question. Name something you use every day. Pass. Name an adjective. Pass Name a biscuit Pass Name a rugby term Pass Name a music band NSYNC Name a famous Australian um, Israel Flaw. Name something you need to travel ID. name something that smells nice
3: oh. Oh. you came back
1: Nicole, you came back from the panic of the past you did
3: <laughs> you, got, you got $100 Nicole
2: oh wow, awesome that's so
3: cool <laughs> through the I haven't not won of anything so. <laughs> oh there you go, good 100 jump. bucks going into a long weekend something you use every oh, day, you good. could have had the internet um, an adjective, oh. you could have had intelligent, um, for a biscuit everyone's favourite, ice Bovo. And we can't accept uh, instinct because it's spelled with an N, the cheeky buggers.
0: Good work, though, Nicole. Um, Another $10,000 on the line, 8 o'clock this morning. Rediscover the long weekend escapes for Suzuki. See Suzuki Queensland for details.
2: Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
0: The Numerous allegations that have erupted against Ellen DeGeneres. Former and current
7: employees of the show shared their stories in a toxic workplace environment.
2: Yeah, Hollywood heavyweight
1: Ellen DeGeneres. She's uh, been dragged into the media spotlight with those accusations, diva-like accusations, and we caught up with a camera operator from her show, Previous Operator, and it's made... Uh, this has gone on all the websites, it's on the Daily Mail, it's on the Courier Mail... So we thought we'd play it for you if you haven't heard it.
5: Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Good. How how long were you on the show for? Um, I worked there for a little over a year. It's kind of uh, like the devil's where wears Prada. Everyone's <laughs> trying to make it to the year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why, why
1: was it was it that? Did were you run probation for some time?
5: Uh, no, it's just uh, a badge of honor to make it through that and have it on your resume. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a hard one with that because
3: she has built this persona of kindness for so long that when you do hear th- these stories, it is jarring. But the other th- side of it is that it, it's more of the producers that are causing the toxic uh, workplace environment. But you would you would say that Ellen would know what was going on on her own show, wouldn't you?
5: Um, no, I, I don't think that Ellen knows what's going on in her uh-huh. own show at all. I think honestly, Ellen has no idea who most of the staff even are. Um, and I think that there's a couple Examples that you can see of that, you can see on David Letterman's Netflix promo, she walks around the offices and, you know, really has no idea who we are.
1: So is it a case of, like you said, everyone wants to get on the show for longer than a year. It's a badge of honor. It's such a highly regarded show that the producers are so ruthless. They're so trying to please, I guess, Ellen, that they have taken on board to be the Devil Wears Prada
5: um, employers? (sighs) Yeah, I think so. I think uh, at the show there's definitely a culture of competition and you're constantly reminded that as an employee you are so unimportant and the show is this towering behemoth that will succeed with or without you. I mean, you're just constantly told there's a line out the door for your job and if you don't like it here, you can leave. Did you ever get
0: to meet Ellen herself and what was your interaction with her like?
5: Uh, Absolutely not. This is a question that I received... Many, many times from friends and family when I worked on the show, and people are really excited to know, have you ever met her? No, I uh, wasn't even allowed in the same room as her. Most people are told when Ellen enters a room, you and your entire crew need to leave. Wow.
0: Also, completely vacate the room. Do you get a warning that she's coming, or you just see her and you have to run?
5: No, you just see her and you have to run. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes her uh, bodyguards come forward first and you kind of see them and then you know to leave, but that's it. They need an Ellen alarm. (laughs) Well, it is is a weird culture,
1: but it's obviously something that everyone has created. Like, Mm. I guess it needs to start from her and it's something that maybe she didn't have time or a desire to talk to anyone, but it feels like it has bred through the show Mm. to create this fear as well.
5: I, I think that there's a big aspect of competition, And to go back to kind of the uh, atmosphere of the film industry, it is expected that, you know, you'll put 110 percent into your job and you'll try to come up with the funniest uh, lines and the best ideas. But the culture at Ellen is really pitting people against each other. Mm. So instead of collaborating and coming up with great ideas, people are blaming others for their mistakes Mm. and presenting group ideas as their own and stuff like that
1: there would have been such a desire to get on the show though do you think that people have just had this expectation that they're going to go on this warm fuzzy show everyone's going to be loved it's going to be like a big family you would have been so excited to get the job initially
5: yeah i was very excited too i mean it was a huge step in my career and very exciting and i mean that's Another, one of the number one questions that you get when you tell people you work for the job. The first question is, have you ever met Ellen? Yeah. And the second question is, isn't it just wonderful? (laughs) Don't you laugh all the time? Do you ever get pranked? And honestly, I'm guilty of perpetuating this same cover-up by letting people think that my job was a dream come true. Mm.
0: Yeah. You're still in the business now? I am for
5: now. Uh, Maybe not after this interview. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Is there anyone else who you've worked for who you think is going to get uncovered?
5: I don't want to speculate on other people that I've worked for. I know that this is one of the largest crews that I've ever worked on because people really underestimate how much staff The Ellen Show has. It's difficult when you have this culture and the hundreds of people working for her to you know, not have these scandals come out eventually because you have hundreds of people.
0: But in your experience, there's been no other shows that have had things like this happen?
5: No, I've never experienced anything like The Ellen Show. Wow. There's other things that are being covered up within the show. Um, the other day, you guys talked about the uh, letter from Ellen's past DJ talking about how he supported his ex coworkers, and you kind of brought up the question of, why haven't people come forward before and why didn't people speak up against the sexism and racism that they witnessed and honestly people have come forward i came forward to my manager i told her about some sexist behavior that i was experiencing and i was told that befriending that person would boost my status within the company wow Wow. and what do i do after that do i go to the press Mm. me someone who nobody knows against a world famous television show Yeah,
1: right, yeah, because we were saying about him, you know, that he, he hated his experience but he went back on the show. But you think there was many times that they've spoken up to management, done the right thing and it's been brushed aside. Absolutely. Yeah, and I guess there is, as big as Hollywood is in our eyes, it still is a case of a small industry so people would be fearful of not getting more work.
5: Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think this
5: is the end of the Ellen DeGeneres show? Uh, Do I think it's the end? Probably not. I think that what I've seen with the hashtag I stand by Ellen movement and other things like that, people are so willing to buy into her kindness brand that they're really ignoring the human beings that work to make that exist. When I worked there for as long as I did, I was told constantly, like, we will go on without you.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to know once the network has started doing their own internal investigation, what they find. Or what they want to
5: find. Want to find, yeah. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for your um, honesty. We appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. V105.
5: Oh, hello. We're off to the theatre. But before we go,
0: there are some special rules we must follow at the theatre.
1: <laughs> there are rules you need to follow at the theatre. Dress up, you know, yes. make it an occasion. Yes. Do not talk throughout it, and make sure you're on time because you never want to walk in late. Never. You're going to the theater, and I am so excited about this because you're going on Saturday to see yes. your son's girlfriend's play.
0: That's right. I've never been to the theater in my entire life. I'm not wow. a theater guy. Wow. And I'm not sure if you could tell that about me. They didn't
1: have a at Gladstone. Um, Their local theater.
0: They did have a theater. theater. They did. They did have a theater. <laughs> um, I mm. only ever saw a Spice Girls tribute show there because I liked a girl, and that worked against me. But. This Saturday, I was um, told by my wife that I was going to the Mm theatre because, yes, Ethan's girlfriend is in a big production to do with her unicorn. Fantastic. And we
1: kind of want you to say thank you because we have been training you for this moment because I wanted to find out about it. So I texted your son. He knew no idea about it. He said, to quote, uh, girlfriend told me, it's best I don't know. Uh, So she's going to be in it. It's for first year at the TAFE. It's at South Bank. He said it's at one thirty. I looked online. It's 1, by the way. Okay. So don't be late. You would have already well, dropped up late. Well,
0: that's good to know because we've already arranged my sisters looking after no. the kids, so I would have been there. Half, yeah. I was going to...
1: No. Uh, can you drink at the, this? Mate, you're Is just to focus on what it's about, okay? So I should
0: preload before I get there?
3: There could be. There could be. There could be. something. I mean, normally, wine and cheese, you
1: know? No, 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 not for this. No, Mate, it's know, about but... the theatre. It's about their performance. So mm. I wanted to tell you what it's about. <laughs> so I've done a little bit of research. Hmm. And um, it's called uh, the Boot Camp Roy- and it, what it does every year, they'll do something different. And this year, very excitingly, it's right up your alley. You're going to love it. Um, because they have been using uh, training skills in performance skills, and it's going to be a performance, simple performance, where bodies, sound, voice, and light will be orchestrated into an intensely focused, dramatic form. This year... Sweet
0: light show. Yep, they're going to be
1: working it. on a short story, The Ones Who Walk Away from Amelius and a mixture of contemporary poems. poems. Across the globe.
0: It's oh, like fate. Good. I've been doing the poetry slams yeah. with you. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> it's all poetry. It's contemporary. Snaps, bro!
1: Snaps!
3: Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, that. do that. That was at a
1: poetry yeah. recital. This is a play. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But we thought, do you want us to read a little bit of a excerpt of this one? <laughs> and see if you can sort of interpret. So you know when people go, what did you think of it? And you go... Man, it was really insightful. It was
3: deep and yeah. So, but
1: can yeah. I just say to you, you were you were great, Megan.
3: No, you no. did really good. No. no. Well, what did you think about the part? About this part?
0: Is that what they do at the end of a play? They sometimes. want to, they want to break it down.
3: Sometimes, yeah.
1: Sometimes when you walk out,
3: if you don't like it, it, you say the lighting was fantastic.
0: Is it similar to? Um like when you go to gold class? Like do you order meals? No. Like they no. bring them to you as exactly. a no, you poor, poor man. They're men. right
1: in front of you. So you need to be attentive. Yeah, they can, see, they you. See, you. So they can see you. I'm going to be attentive. I'm actually excited to go you're to You're the excited? Theater. Well, this is how excited you're going to be. So we're going to read a little bit of this um, this short film, mm. which won the Hugo Award for Best Short Film in 1974. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. The silence of the broad green meadows, one could hear the music winding through the city streets, further and nearer and ever approaching, a cheerful faint sweetness of the air that from time to time trembled and gathered together and broke out in the great joyous clanging of the bells.
3: The trouble is that we have a bad habit encouraged by pen dance and sophisticates of considering happiness as something rather stupid. Only pain is intellectual, only evil is interesting. This is the treason of the artist, a refusal to admit the banality of evil and the terrible boredom of pain.
1: They go They leave Emelis. They walk ahead into the darkness and they do not come back. The place they go towards is a place even less imaginable to most of us in the City of Happiness.
3: I cannot describe it at all. It is possible that it does not even exist. But they seem to know where they're going, the ones who walked away from <laughs> This weirdness. guy's forgotten
0: his lines. What <laughs> I a that loser. Hey, Esther, that? See that? See that kid? He's going to fail his course. Hey, Megan, you were great, but those two, those other two in the opening scene, yeah. what was the go with them, hey? Do you reckon you're going to be right? Yeah, of course. You It'll know what that's fine. about then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's about people and words. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to wear a college shirt, I've decided. Oh, definitely. I'm not going to wear, I was going <laughs> to yeah. wear a T-shirt, but no. I am going to wear a college shirt. No, I don't know how
1: you're going to go with the no. poems, though. That's mm. yeah. fine. Yeah, Sometimes they'd be fine. So that basically, what it is it's about? A, like a, an ultimate town, and then a utopia. In, utopia, and it's only successful if it's like the misery of one child, and it, well, that child walk away. And
0: would it be inappropriate if I had my Ko Sports on my iPhone at the same time? No, because like you can see scores? the light. It checking
3: wouldn't be the first
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B 105 Only a ginger
3: can call another ginger ginger.
2: Yeah, I want
1: to give you a little bit of a heads up of uh, what they are talking about on uh, The Bachelor last night because mm-hmm. there's headlines saying that it was quite racist. Oh. Um,
0: Every year there's something, isn't there? I
1: know, uh, but this is, uh, is it a real name? Is it Claire? her name? Zoe Zoclaire.
4: Zoclair. Zoclair. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Claire. Zoclair. No, cool, cool name. Uh, but look, she is a red hair. And she a redhead? Well, I don't know, it was a big deal to her. And I I love red hair. Mm, me too. Oh, I love it. I mean girls die to it, but to have it naturally, that's exquisite. But it always is the grass is always greener on the other side and mm. she feels that she was discriminated against because she had one on one time with Lockie, the bachelor. And then a girl came in and interrupted, which happens on every single episode yes, because does. there is a producer telling them to do it. Go in now. However... Sorry to buddy, and just, can we? Can I steal him
0: away for a little chat? It's sh- always just a little chat. Yeah, the poor thing, away.
1: though, she feels that it's not because of any other reason, it's actually because of her hair. She uh-huh. felt like she was targeted because of it. This was her response. I don't
2: understand why you would pick out of everyone, like why she would pick out of everyone Me. here. Me. You. Yeah. I honestly, I get it. I'm the only redhead in the whole entire house. <laughs> I think that's exactly a right. Ariba is targeting me. Of course, the redhead. It's just, it's not appropriate. Yeah. What's wrong with the wrangler? I'm sorry, yeah. do you want me to dye my hair every 10 seconds because you don't like my colour? I'm so sorry, but this is this is natural, guys.
1: She's mm. Wrangerist. Is that what she's saying? Yes. Does she thinks so, Um, but she's <laughs> gorgeous, and I just don't understand why she doesn't like the hair. Can I just say, a little bit
6: investigating, mm.
1: She's also been a
6: blonde. Oh, okay.
1: So I don't know if she's lying about being a natural redhead. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want
3: to start. Hey, that. don't do go. Oh.
1: Can I give you a look at that? I'm just saying she that wears she's that blonde hair well, no matter what.
0: So are you okay? Are you thinking. Oh, I don't know. Is she a fake blonde there, or do you think she's a fake red? Because even there, she's like balayage-ish. So no, maybe exactly. she's actually a brunette. She's
1: balayage. She's balayage. What, what's that called? Balayage. Yeah. That's hot, mate, but yeah, Thank well you. done. Is yeah. it hot
0: that I know what that is? I we say? Yeah,
1: just how you're throwing out those names like that. But she really, she was upset about it and she mm. did break down and I think when they put him in that scenario, they give him a champagne. Yep. They tell them that they've been unfairly done by it and then they would ask him the question, do you think it's because of your hair? Why oh, Zoe Claire is going on about her red hair? God, this sounds so stupid, but the colour of my goddamn hair. The colour of my complexion.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Have you been discriminated against because of your hair color? 13, 10, 60. Because I, she hasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even haircut. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. I don't know if people treat you. Yeah. I don't know if people the treat Karen you. The Karen
3: cut.
1: Mm. I was tough when I had a shaved hair. See? Yeah. She, people judge yeah. me in a good way, and so they should. I would take that. I would take that part. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> shaved that. <head. laughs> See, and that's the thing. I think sometimes, mm. you know, um, people, and it's not right very short hair or shaved hair, they assume lesbian. that a girl is a
3: lesbian. Yes. We we asked mm-hmm. lesbians if that happened to them. Mm-hmm. They all said yes. Yeah. I agree.
1: I think that people, I'm going to go out on a limb, I reckon that guys in the past have treated like, oh, you, you're easier because you got blonde hair.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Re, you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah. Cause you're always up for fun. And you're a bit more flirty, and yeah.
3: I ask you help with maths now that you're a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> or you were like, I don't know. And
1: I, I wonder, if but too, maybe maybe it's in your head sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe people don't know whether you dye your hair and all of a sudden you feel like you're more flirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: And I wonder if, well, you, and if you've done it, so people did treat you differently from long to shorter hair. Like, do you reckon when you've got long
1: hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I look at your beautiful long hair. Guys, love. Long hair. Yeah. And I think that the amount of comments that I'd got, like, oh my God, I can't believe you shaved your hair. Mm. How did you do that to me? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I think it is that thing, too, when you cut off your
0: long hair, not down to shaving, but just cut it down when you get told, it's just more manageable now. I've got kids. <laughs> it's it like totally changes who you are when you hear that. Yeah. Well, 131060, uh, we're asking the question Have you been judged for your hair? Stab
2: Abby and Matt for breakfast. b 105
3: only a ginger can call
1: another ginger, ginger. Last night it took a bit of a turn on The Bachelor. It premiered, but uh, there was one girl, Zoe Claire. She's a Brizzy girl, actually, and she's stunning. But last night she felt that she was hardly dumb so by the colour of her hair. I don't know if someone made a comment, but they didn't show it, which is very rude. Mm. So she broke down and said that um, she felt like people were com- like being mean to her because of her hair colour. Zoe Clear is going on about her red hair. God, this sounds so stupid, but the colour of my goddamn hair. The colour of my complexion.
0: I have a feeling she's gonna feature in some of my recaps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she has dyed, looking at Instagram, she has dyed her hair blonde, but she is naturally a redhead.
0: Okay, alright. So I
1: that's she naturally is, and she feels that she's been discriminated against. I always think red's beautiful, but mm. maybe you maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you've had a hairstyle and people <laughs> have judged. Liz in Rosewood. Do you think it's true?
2: Um, I don't know actually anything about the bachelor. I think she sounds a bit ridiculous, but I, as a kid, was teased pretty much every day of my life over having red hair and pale skin. But Mm. as an adult, I love it, and Uh. I don't really care. And I kind of think that people have preferences, and yours might be red hair, and theirs might be brunette or blonde, Mm. and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Where
1: do you think the whole, you know, you've heard a lot of kids say that they get bullied for red hair. Where do you think it comes from? Just because it is more unusual? I think so. Like, it's such a
2: weird thing. Mm. I think it's just that it's different. And certainly for me, I don't actually tan. um, So I've got very pale skin. Mm. And I was teased all the time for being pale and not tanning. But again, as an adult, I think, well... I don't have a lot of sun damage now because I realised at a young age there's no point even trying. Yeah, that's right. So look at everyone Mm -hmm. with
1: wrinkles and go, hello. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
0: I'm cancer-free because I didn't try and tan people. (laughs) Uh, 131060, Michelle, you're on. Your son gets comments about his hair.
1: Yes. Hi, guys. How are you? Good.
2: He's sitting right next to me. His name's Charlie. He gets lots of comments all the time because it's not so much the colour, it's the curls. Oh, he's got
1: oh, the curly curls hair. Girls get the girls. How many Ooh. times does he have to hear that?
3: Uh, all the time. Does um, he, he like it, though?
2: Yeah, I love it.
1: Oh. Ah,
3: well done, Charlie. <laughs> it is
1: true, and I'd be the person I'd like.
3: I'd well, see, that's the thing. People it. with straight hair want curly hair, and you always hear that people with curly hair would want their hair to be straight. Cat, um straightens their hair every every week and it boings back in the curls. Mm. Mm. Her curls get the girls? I did for a while.
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, Layla's on. Um, we're asking if you've ever been like judged because of your hair before and you're a head shaver.
5: Yes, I am.
0: And, and how does that work against you? <laughs> um,
5: well, a lot of the time people do think I'm a legitimate lesbian, but I'm not. I'm 100% straight. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, one time I was in the car and me and my partner got pulled over in the office. I looked at us and then he looked at me. And he was like, oh, sorry, guys, you can go. And I generally thought it was because he thought I was sick. Oh. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> because you, it, a producer said that you did the shave for a cure as well. Did you feel like you had to compensate by wearing, like, big earrings or something so that people didn't, I don't know, always give you that pity look?
5: No, I just rocked it. And it was... Well, shave for your cure. But I also did it to prove my little sister a point that you don't have to have long hair or wear makeup to feel beautiful on the inside because you're going to be beautiful no matter what. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah,
0: great. great. Yeah. Good job. I guess that's the difference. If you shaved your head, right, mm. and you were all dressed in like black or something, like, like gothic, mm. the cop wouldn't think that you were sick. He would think that was your style. Mm-hmm. You know?
5: Yeah, yeah, well, at the time, I was rugged up. It was really cold, and <laughs> he just gave me that look,
2: and then I was like, ah, oh, hi. And he's like, okay, you guys can go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Broncos crisis is deepening tonight.
1: The NRL reviewing CCTV footage of Everton Park Hotel, where it's alleged Broncos were playing the pokies, breaching COVID rules.
0: It has been what can only be described as nothing but horrendous for the Broncos this season. Um, uh, I saw stats go up yesterday that this year is the worst playing season the Broncos has ever had in the history of the club for, for losses, points scored against them. Um, and I've been fine with that this season. Like, it, it's you can't have a... have been feeling
1: sorry for them. I've been feeling been, sorry for them. You're on their side. Yeah. You can't have a bad...
0: You can't have a great season every season. And, look, it's been really bad, and and it's not okay, but I've accepted it. Um, But now I'm going to go out, and I'm going to say, and this is as a lifelong fan of the Broncos. Everyone in my family supports them. Mm. My dad supported them. Mm -hmm. My grandfather supports them. My mum supports them. But yesterday when I saw the news come out after Alfie Langer had been in trouble at the Caxton already – Tavita Payne guy uh, got done for going to the opening of a bikey Mm barbershop. And then news comes out yesterday. The text goes off our little text group. And to find out that at the Everton Hills Hotel, uh, David Fafita, Katoni Staggs, Jake Turpin, Corey Oates, a senior player, and I don't know if there's any others involved, were on the beers, playing the pokies, breaking the COVID bubble that was set up.
1: Now, is this before they – I mean, I know it doesn't matter. They shouldn't be doing it anyway. Was mm. it before their game or was it after the day game? Day after a game. A day after the game because I I get annoyed about this because I said, from my point of view, I was like, this is a Queensland government thing. The yeah. Queensland government mm. have given permission for so many teams, it's the same for AFL, to play here. Mm. But there are strict rules and it's, it's actually the law. So to have police to start investigating it as well mm-hmm. – is there any way they didn't know the rules and they thought that they could No, couldn't? I
0: doubt it. I'm not buying it. Then, mm.
1: then, isn't that arrogant to think that you well, can go is... to a pub and you can have beers and play the pokies and mm-hmm. members of the public are not going to know Here's what I want to say and... this
0: morning about it. And mm-hmm. this is it. This is not about rules. It's not about the law. This is coming from, from a fan, right? From a fan. I feel like to them, mm-hmm. those players, us fans, are worthless. Mm-hmm. We're worth nothing to them. We are just merely people who exist in their universe of getting paid more than half a million to a million dollars a year and when in fact they need to think to themselves that without the fans Mm -hmm. they aren't going to get paid any money. They've been given the opportunity here while their fans aren't working while they're on JobKeeper while they aren't able to pay their bills and they can't stay at home for a couple of months. They're lucky that they're with their families. Mm. The Sydney teams, the Melbourne teams, they're all stuck here without their families. And I don't understand why they can't just follow the rules for the sake of the people that keep them in jobs. When I read that yesterday, it actually broke my heart. Mm. I actually felt really sad. Because for me, I think of the Broncos as the one thing that me and my father had in common Mm. growing up. That was the only thing really the two of us had was Mm. football. We disagreed on a lot of things. We didn't have a lot in common, but that was the one thing when my dad was sick that we could actually discuss, and that was part of our relationship. And that's how people feel about that rugby league team. Mm. They relate it to their family. They have heart in that. And when you see people just going, whatever we'll take our money, we'll break the rules, Mm. we really don't care what happens. I would rather they go to all the high schools around Brisbane this weekend, Mm. pick the best football players, let the 17-year-old kids play, let them get beaten. I Mm. would rather lose 200 nil, but have someone in those jerseys every weekend who respect it and who respect the people who pay for the memberships. I'm so... Upset. I'm not even angry. I'm so sad mm. it's
1: at the, the way
0: fans. that they have treated their fans. And it is wrong. Well, not even
3: the fans, though, because this could bring down the whole league. Well,
1: Completely. It's one, of, it's one of the richest t- teams because they have the diehard fans. Mm. And I kind of go, they do have a, a sense to apologize. Remember when all this happened and Broncos came out and said, we're so thankful to our fans. And this is management. that didn't People didn't ask for a refund for the season. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Because we couldn't do it. And I go, after this, it's just saying that you, like you said, that they... they don't care. I don't know if they're all going to be stood down though.
0: I, I mean, I'm c- I'm coming from in a very emotional place about <laughs> it at the moment. But if this is true, I want them sacked. Mm. I don't want to support people who don't mm. support us.
1: And it comes from management as well. You know that there's going to be more people coming in because if Completely. you've got if you you've know. got some of the NRL legends going to birthday parties when they know that they're not supposed to. Mm. I, I've I have never gone
0: for another team in my entire life, and for the first time in my life, I'm like I'm done with them. Who are you gonna, I'm gonna go for? The Cowboys, I'm done. Who are you gonna go for? I don't know. Come I'm, to the Lions. Canberra. I know it's not the same. League. No, I it's not right? no. the same. <laughs> good run. So, Canberra, good I, I'm, team. To be honest with you, like I feel I'm at the point of if it was like a relationship with a woman, mm. I'd be off women. You know, like I'm wow. off. I'm off football. He's no. looking
1: at Paul Gallen, going, maybe he wasn't a bad bloke. <laughs> Paul Gallen looks
0: like a friggin' saint. The way I feel at the moment. And that's all I have to say.
1: Stav,
2: Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
3: Rediscover the long weekend escapes with Suzuki. See Suzuki Queensland for details.
2: Stav, Abby and Matt's
4: $10,000 Alpha Bucks.
3: Alpha
4: Brisbane.
2: Brisbane's
0: B105. Radio, right, here we go. $10,000 every single time we play. Uh, it's twice daily. That means $100,000 can be won every single week with us. The biggest cash contest in Brisbane. Let's play it right now.
1: And playing this morning from Redland Bay is Viv. Uh, so if you win the 10 grand, you're going to go and buy your daughter a car? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. Oh, how many kids do you have? I have two. All right. So just tell her to look after it for the next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're, exactly. You're on <laughs> this morning. There's a bit of a gap, but, you know. <laughs> is K for Kiss. You get $50 awesome. for each correct answer, So pass if you can't think quickly, and you can't repeat the same answer. Awesome.
3: All right. Good luck, Viv. Um, your time will start oh, when I finish the me. first question. Take a deep breath. You sound a little bit nervous. You're all good.
1: Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, cool.
3: <laughs> Here we go. Name a brand of donut.
2: Krispy cream. Name a country. Kuwait.
3: Name a breed of dog. Kelpie. Kelpie. Name a fast food restaurant.
2: Can KFC.
3: Name a sport. Kayaking. Name an R&B artist.
2: Uh, um, Katie Lang.
3: Name something you take to a party.
2: Um, clogs. <laughs> Name a part
3: of the body.
1: Unique. Well, I'll give, will you give an, e? Uh, give an e. We'll e? Give an E. I don't know. I don't know if we could give you. We can't give.
3: Katie Lang. Katie Lang. No. Katie Lang.
1: Oh, and, and, yeah, and, and clogs is with a, a C, but I did like it. But two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh.
2: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You could take Katie Lang
1: to a party, though. <laughs> you could. That's I true. i granny would. anywhere. <laughs> artist. You could have had Kanye West or Kelly Rowland, which we did give the clue on the podcaster at the uh, yesterday, and so you take to a party. Yeah, Kit Kats. Oh,
3: bugger! Yeah. (laughs) Well, well,
2: 250, she'll be happy with that. Oh,
0: Viv, you're the best. Thank you so much for playing this
2: morning. Appreciate it. Thanks, take care. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. LinkedIn, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the largest social network for working professionals. Okay, LinkedIn.
1: I I think I have an account. I've just recently um, had to open it again because someone had tagged me on it, and a notification came through in my other box. You know that like the email that you give to shops to get like ten percent off, or <laughs> the burner account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Yahoo yeah. one. So I, I had given that a notification. I was like, so I do you still have one. And I went in there and I even updated my photo. Hey, <laughs> go me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said to my friend um, that I was on LinkedIn. She goes, I saw that because you had all these different connections. I said, "Yeah, you want it?" She goes, "No, it's a pickup thing now." Mm-hmm. I said, it's a what?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Yeah, if you go to your like box, you'll see." And she showed me a couple of messages of what she've got of people saying, "Hey, would you like to go to a, a drink and talk about work?" And mm. they even write it like that.
3: Oh, they put it in the yeah.
1: Do you want to catch up for a drink and go? talk about work air quotes yeah especially when they don't work in the same industry
3: Um,
1: (laughs) but it is supposed to be to get a job like you load up your resume and then you can link with other working professionals yeah and I had a look for this and there was a girl that's done research and she said that she's had more success on LinkedIn to pick up than what she has on dating websites. Wow. So she tried dating websites for two months, tried LinkedIn. She said the 32 dates... God, she's busy, hey? Mm. The 32 dates that she had from LinkedIn were far better than the other ones.
3: Because everyone thought they were a job interview.
1: <laughs> they had to be on their best behaviour. Yeah. Maybe they actually dressed up.
0: Mm. Well, remember on LinkedIn
1: too, you
0: because everyone's linked, You the whole idea of it is the people on your account are your references. Yeah. So you can go and ask those people what they're like. Mm. Oh, so you do have to be on your best So family. you can see where they've worked out. Like, for instance, if mm. you looked mm. at an account, right, and there was a guy on there and he'd worked in five different places in 12 months, yeah. you'd be like, nah, that dude's flighty. <laughs> Not to be trusted. But if there was someone who had started at a company down the chain and you could see they'd worked their way up to management, you'd be like, they're a hard worker, mm-hmm. they're committed. I'm just looking at the profile pics. To be honest. Or you could just see their great photo and be like, "I would tap that." <laughs> yeah,
1: I've just had a look again. Everyone's on it. It must be the new thing again. I think I'm on it. I I'm on it. I just opened up my. Account. You would be on it, but if you look at it, it's all yeah. these people that we we know, and it comes up with similar roles. I just want to know thirteen ten sixty. Mm. Have you picked up on LinkedIn, or you can be honest? Have you made a connection? Had that a crack you at it? Didn't want for business reasons. Because mm. I just don't know if it's a bit more of a personal thing. For me, it looks more social than... Because doesn't it say, you know, like, Abby wants to connect with oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and how you can you read you it. You can read it however you want. Well, there's, <laughs> air, there's air
0: quotes around the word mm. connect. No, yeah. it's like just Tinder. you
1: got a little ticker, a little cross. Oh. oh. And then you just, like, tick them, tick them, tick them. Anyone in Brisbane
0: picked up on LinkedIn? Or had someone try to pick them up on LinkedIn? Mm. Let's hear from you. 131060. Maybe this is the way to go about the uh, the dating world these, these days. Maybe. I mean, they always say don't poop in your own backyard. Well, yeah,
1: maybe you're a person that you want to complain about it. You use it for business, professional reasons, and people are just sending you photos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah do we have a lot of hookups here in our workplace at the moment? Like in the workplace? Yeah, like here. Is there anyone? Not anyone?
1: out in the open? I don't know.
0: Oh, that's true. They're never out in the open, are they? No. 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 That's the, but we do have an open plan office, so Mom,
5: maybe they are. Do you have are, any?
2: Siobhan, Siobhan our producer? Anything? None that I'm willing to talk about on air. Oh, yeah, okay. Wow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
0: The refugees' Solidarity Protest. 120 refugees are being detained in the
1: Kangaroo Point Hotel. This was going to go on last weekend and they did uh, cancel it because uh, the police were concerned about it. But they've said the uh, the refugee protest is going to push ahead this weekend um, with a storage bridge uh, blockage. One person that hasn't organised it but is supporting it is Jonathan uh, Shree, a Greens councillor. Morning. Morning. How's it going? Good. Can, can you explain what the protest is? Because we all get a bit nervous at the moment of um, gatherings um, with COVID-19. Um, what is the protest?
7: So basically there's a bunch of refugees who've been held in detention for seven years now. So up until like 2012, if you came by boat and you could prove you're a refugee, the government let you into the country and you could settle here. If you weren't a refugee, they sent you back. But since 2012, they changed the rules quite suddenly. And a bunch of people who arrived just after the cutoff date, they've been in detention ever since. So the government can't send them back home because it's not safe and to be honest if it wasn't if it was safe to send them back the government would have deported them years ago mm. but these people are genuine refugees and the government's trying to be tough on immigrants etc so they're holding them in detention and obviously people have gotten sick of what's happening here the people have been writing petitions and submissions for years and the politicians aren't listening and so i think people have just started Thinking the protest is probably the only way to get attention, but and so this week they're holding a yeah march onto the Story Bridge, which is just from my, my electorate.
0: So just, but having said that, the people did come illegally on a boat.
7: No, no, that's not quite correct. It's it's legal yeah. to seek asylum, and they can mm. prove that they're genuine refugees. If
1: they're so the refugees, who, yeah.
7: Yeah. So the ones that aren't refugees have already been deported. We oh, okay. the government deports people all the time, and those ones were sent back years ago. So the reason these people haven't been deported. Is because they legitimately fled war or political okay. persecution, and it's not safe for them to go back. So right. okay. they're not they're not illegal. People use that term, but it's not really correct from a international law perspective. I,
0: I don't know a lot about it, if I'm honest. But so they didn't they didn't follow. <laughs> but but for them to be in detention, does that mean they didn't f- fill in paperwork properly, or, or like how do you go from being able to seek asylum legally, but then still getting put into detention?
7: Well, like I said, they, they changed they change the rules things. really suddenly. Mm. So if you came in like June 2012 by boat and you're a refugee, they're like, yep, welcome here, you can settle, we'll look after you. If you came after July, then they lock you up. Wow. And so a lot of people would have already been on their way. Literally people were on the water on their way to Australia and then suddenly the rules changed. So it's not like these people knew they were doing anything wrong. Some of the people, like they had family members who might have come a few months earlier and are now living in the community. Mm. There's quite a few of these guys who, they're held in the hotel, but they've got wives and children who are living in Logan and, and Anala and Brisbane. So...
1: Jonathan, yeah, the, whole I- yeah, the whole idea is to protest is to get people's attention and awareness and you, you, you have definitely done that even by deciding to go with one. What is the government's response with their, their plan for them? I, I can't imagine that they have a long term plan of having them in detention forever. What is the government's response?
6: Well, that's
7: what's so bad about it, is that the government doesn't actually have a plan to release these people. If there was a release date, I don't think people would be protesting. But that's part of the problem, is that this is what's called indefinite detention. So there is no plan. They just want to keep locking these people up forever, which is a huge waste of taxpayer money. It would be way cheaper to just settle them in the community.
3: That's a long time to be in detention. What are their conditions like? And are they allowed out at all, like under supervision for an hour or anything like that?
7: No, so people hear that the ones in Kangaroo Point are being held in a hotel and you think, oh, that's a posh five-star place. But that's it's right not. Course. It's just a <laughs> dodgy motel, two people to a room. There's no, they're not allowed outside the hotel compound, so it really is like a prison. There are dozens of guards on site. The men get to walk around the small car park for a couple of hours a day, mm. but they don't... It, it basically is a prison, and in some senses it's worse than prison because there's no release date and there's no access access to visitors or legal support or anything like that so it's pretty it's a pretty cruel situation and like I said it would be way cheaper to just let these people settle in the community and get on with their lives.
1: Jonathan what about is I mean we've also looked at Victoria and gone oh god pour them in lockout, mm. lockdown to hear mm. that they've been doing that for, for, for years is traumatic and devastating what about the timing of it being during COVID-19 and everyone fear of gatherings is there any precautions that are taken or can you understand the government and the police's oh, concern?
7: Yeah, so, I mean, these protests started because the men inside were complaining that they didn't have space for safe distancing because the right. hotel is really crowded, and one of the guards at Kangaroo Point actually contracted COVID-19. So that's how the whole protest started. But since then, there have been different marches and assemblies. I've organised some. Other people have organised other protests. And I think the organisers have been really careful about health and safety. Everyone wears masks. They don't stand too close to each other. There's hand sanitizer, all that sort of stuff and we've had several months of protesting now right through the pandemic and there hasn't been a single positive covid case related to any of the protests so i I do think people are really conscious about it and in a way when you're in a space like that you're almost more conscious of it because you realize the risks are higher but they did they did postpone last saturday's protest partly due to the covid concerns Mm -hmm. so they made that decision to protest uh to postpone the protest and Mm -hmm. i think maybe that was a good call but seems like we're a bit more out of the woods this week and there's 10,000 people allowed to gather at the Gabba Stadium just down the road. So if 10,000 people can go to the footy, I don't see why a few hundred people can't gather for a protest.
0: So why is a good protesters' argument, that one. I've heard that rolled out a few times. I know that,
1: Jonathan, they said that they've got everyone's names (laughs) that attend it. So if a breakout does happen, then it's easier to trace. But Mm -hmm. I can understand your point. Uh, Thank you very much for your time there
0: this morning. Jonathan Shree, Greens Councillor.
7: Thanks a lot. Have a good one, guys. You right. too.
0: Uh, it is one of those things, though, I guess, b- both sides of the argument there. It is you do have to have some sort of stance mm. so people don't just keep coming mm. over. Um, it's a problem, though, I think, that's been going on for years.
2: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B-105. Can
5: you make a headline ring? You can ask us anything.
1: 131060, please call us. I mean, we're not desperate. People have called up, but we always like to hear from you. So, 131060 is our number for last calls. Caitlin, in Margate, what do you want to say? I was just going to say, Maddie, you're so right about the Broncos. It's so disappointing what they're doing, and I'm going to change teams too, I think. Ooh, who are you going to change to? When you say two, he's not going to change. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah I'm talking big. And it was I'm all, I'm it was all like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt and I'm throwing it all out, but there's no way he's going to. But are you going to? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's the obvious. That is the obvious. I, I, I think no, o- no Titans, Caitlin. Oh, uh, maybe.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think Caitlin, and as a fan, you'd be feeling it as well. Um, I'm disappointed, and, and my feelings genuinely are are hurt. Like I said, that's my yeah. co- that's my connection to my my dad and my family, and 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 it feels like they're not respecting that.
1: No, I think they just think, oh, we're
6: going to get away with it, still get paid. Yeah, we'll be right. Like. Mm. How long have
5: you been a a
1: supporter for? And are you a member, Caitlin?
5: I'm not a member, but I have supported them for a few years. Mm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's hard, I guess, when you've got fans that are making sacrifices. I mean, some people are working away Mm. so they don't get to see their family. So it's not like... Mm. It's the whole thing, we're all in it together. <laughs> that's it, isn't
0: it? I just think it's so wrong. Well, my
1: mum's house
0: and in her, all down her hallway and then in her little study area, she's got all of these um, Broncos posters mm. that mum and dad Whoa. bought and then they got them framed. They went to a framer and got them framed and they were dad's gifts to mum mm. before he oh. died. Mm. And I think for, for my family, that's how deep it runs and, and yes. that's, that's the thing that you start to go, that's what they need to think about.
3: I
1: wonder if you would have said anything. I want to know if Caitlin would have said anything if she saw him at the pub. Would have you oh. went up and saw them, Caitlin, and said anything? Oh, Probably, maybe. Mm. We'll not like Karen.
3: Can I have an autograph? <laughs>
1: no, can I have an autograph? <laughs> you guys are not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a photo, yeah. distance, and then I'm going <laughs> to dub on you.
3: Mm. Unshu in Cinnamon Park. Morning, Unshu.
2: Good morning. What would we talk chat about? Oh, I just wanted to say I think I heard you guys talking about the Kmart Mums Facebook page. Love um, those guys. Like a long while ago Mm -hmm. and I'm totally addicted. There's some really awesome hacks. Like I saw this like craft trolley made out of a kitchen trolley Mm -hmm. and I saw this um, coat stand that I've now snuck into my garage so my husband doesn't see. My plan is to <laughs> kind of assemble it and pretend like it was there. <laughs> always holiday. been there. It's always <laughs> been there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
5: so,
2: yeah, it's just a lot of creativity with
1: everyday items. It's been really awesome. The $15 uh, stool set is still my favourite. So it's like, uh, oh. I have it for the kids so they can stand up to brush their teeth, but I use it as like a table and chairs for them as well. And I saw that yes. on that Facebook. And it's only like $15. So I bought like <laughs> 10 of them. So if anyone needs any, because wow. <laughs> I'm so scared that they're going to, you know, you get scared when you get on to saying that they're going to sell out. I know, but that's the problem. I see something really cool, and then I'm like rushing to the Kmart store, and it has sold out. You should. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. I give it to friends like, oh, you've had a little baby. Here you go. Here's a stool. It's a long-term plan for five years, but you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you've still got 18 of them left. People need to start breeding so you can. I've uh, got get five around
1: the house because I can't. I'm not tall enough to get to the kitchen. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. You stand on a little stool to get yeah, to the top one. my t- husband made it. <laughs> 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 oh, I can reach it. Why can't you? So we all have
3: stools, but you. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Hey, well, we're uh, we're going to be popping down there on the weekend to grab our air fryers, aren't we, Maddie? They're all sold out. Shut your mouth! I did. I've been online and had a look. Are they really? Can't get them anywhere?
0: Kmart? Mm. We're going to have to go the high price ones at Harvey Norman's or something.
1: No, they had a sale on, and Barby's. you can get them at Meijer. Yeah. Okay, oh, why don't you just Meyer. don't be a tight ass? Get the good one. You know, really go in.
3: All in? Go yeah. go in, in deep. Calm down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Beck, you're on with this last calls, What do you want to chat about?
5: I just wanted to hand crap on my husband for thinking my birthday was on Sunday, but it's actually tomorrow. He asked me this morning what I was doing tomorrow, and I said, it's my birthday, why? And he's like, no, your birthday's on Sunday. Huh? I said, no, my birthday's tomorrow. He's like, the 16th is on Sunday. And I said, my birthday isn't on the 16th, it's on the 14th. Oh, he committed to the
1: date. I was hoping that he would, <laughs> uh, he would yeah, right. Yeah, Where did yeah. you
0: bury him, Beck?
1: <laughs> he took himself off to work. You're allowed to go out and buy yourself an awesome present now, Beck, because he's never going to complain about I it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh. anything you want.
3: How long have you been together, Beck?
5: Um, this will be our eighth birthday together. We've been married for three and a half years
3: now. I can't
1: even. Help yeah, you're helping. you try trying. Stop. You're
5: trying. Stuff. You're really trying.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe quick,
5: quick relationship, eloped. What's, two, it, what's your weeks?
2: hubby's name, Beck? Brett. Brad, G'day, Brad. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
0: As we wrap up a wonderful week together, tomorrow's a long weekend. Giggity, giggity. I always
1: say to my husband, you got to call your friends, right? you got to call them. you got to be connected. Last night, I was like, not so much connected. Because I've realised how guys connect now. It's not through phone calls. No. It's not through catch-ups. It's through watching a football show or a footy match while having the WhatsApp group oh, open yeah,
3: yeah that
1: is true so you've got to have like commenting on it now mm. I've said to my husband can you please take off the notifications because <laughs> I was trying to go to bed last night football was on Boop. ding ding
5: ding Boop. ding ding
1: ding ding I'm like what the they all have to send memes and photos and everything yeah but so what's it's like you can't just watch a show by yourself anymore
3: that is yeah. true so
0: Scott stay connected with your friends but, but do turn it in the way turn it on
1: silence turn it on silent.
0: thanks but thanks If you listen to B105 after midday, you'll hear Rowan. Yes, his little head just popped up from his computer. Some people do think it's me, but it's not. <laughs> I am not Rowan. <laughs> Rowan uses our studio to do his shift, and I'm cool with that. But I just want Rowan to know that the cup that holds the pens in the studio, there is no pen fairy that replenishes that when it's empty. That's why. So... If you're going to use my pens, you're going to chew on my pens, you're going to steal my pens, toddle off to the stationery cupboard every once in a while, whack a few
1: pens in the old pen cup,
0: please.
3: Bro, I, I legit thought there was a, a fairy
1: that did it. <laughs> to be honest, Dad and I have like four over here. I think we're stealing more pens than Row. Well, toddle off. But Row, for God's sake, the stationery cupboard's
0: <laughs> right over there. Row, stationery cupboard. Thanks, Renee, no, thanks.
1: <laughs>
3: miscombobulated. Don't like it. Lying in bed this morning. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. Something feels weird. It's like, morning, Dad.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Not> situation normal. <laughs> just like, no, it's something different. It feels odd. Look at my phone. I normally get up and set my alarm for a quarter to four. It's
1: 4.35. Freak out, out I've forgotten well. to
3: set my alarm. Freak out. I'm like, that's alright. I can still do this. I have to get into work by five. I can still do this. Get dressed quickly. Head out to the driveway. Remember that I left my car here because I went for a boozy lunch with my mate from high school. Uh. Called, uh, got got on the um, Yellow Cab app. Uh, Just before it said that there was a cab coming, I lost the connection on the internet. Uh. So I didn't know if the cab was coming or if the cab wasn't coming. You can't I call, to, another cab, can't call another cab. Can't call another cab because there could be another cab coming. I couldn't even get onto the app to cancel that cab. Mm. Nightmare.
1: <laughs> but you got here in a magical.
3: <laughs> and then I got here and I still beat you two. That's not Thanks true. but No thanks. Was thanks, was but the, no thanks. I was at the, coffee to, the thing. to the meeting. To the meeting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it
1: a competition that we're having in the morning? No, it's just the meeting starts at five,
3: that's all. It's just the meeting actually starts yeah, at you five. you were real pissy
0: but this morning. But you did say that
1: you still made it earlier, yeah. so what is it? I got you?
0: there at five. Bang on five. Yes, well, just so you know, me and Abby turn up bang on five, five past five. five. Right? Yeah. So Right?
2: Sometimes, sometimes we're early and we come at two minutes past five. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B 105.
1: Hey, see Monday. Your letters are L for laptop, E for eggplant. Have fun. That's
2: what
0: she said. That's for alpha bucks.
1: They know. Stab Abby
0: and Matt for breakfast.